Welcome to the Tea Podcast. It's your host that does the most, Angelica. I am so happy that you all returned again for another episode. Who, baby, today, this tea is piping hot. It's heavy, y'all. Today, we're talking about the depression chokehold. And, you know, we're going to talk about how, you know, challenged it is to navigate day-to-day life uh, while being depressed. So, disclaimer, we are going to talk about depression here. Um, And I am going to share some of my experiences as well as some ways that I have learned to cope with depression and how to combat it and how to deal with it. But by no means... Is this a replacement for mental health professional help? If you are experiencing depression in such a way that it is truly impacting your life and your ability to function on a day-to-day basis, please seek out help, professional help. So let's get into it. So I definitely think this is a heavy topic, but it's one that It was important that I talk about and not just because I have been seriously impacted by depression, but because I know so many other people are impacted on a day to day basis by, you know, with depression and we don't talk about it. We do not talk about this. We get on the phone and we talk to our friends and we talk to our colleagues and we talk about a lot of shit. But we don't talk about how depressed we are and how much of a struggle it is just to get out of the bed some days. We don't talk about that. And we don't talk about it for a couple of different reasons. So sometimes we don't talk about it because we are unsure about whether or not we really are experiencing depression. I mean, the average person is not a clinician and they're not an expert, a mental health professional. So they can't really, they don't really know um, whether or not they're experiencing depression. Sometimes, you know, people feel like they're just really down in the dumps or that they're just sad or that life is just beating on them or that they're just going through some struggles, but they're really unsure. So they're not going to bring this up and say, I'm depressed. I, I really think I'm depressed. They're not ready to have that conversation. Another reason why we don't talk about our depression is because we are embarrassed. For real, we are embarrassed. We don't want people to know what's really going on. We don't want people to know what's going on behind our closed doors. We don't want people to know what's really going on behind our posts on social media. See, we quick to say I don't like people in my business. I don't want people in my business, okay? But see, the truth behind that statement is that we don't want people to know the real. We don't want people to know what's really going on. We don't want people to know that we're not really happy in that marriage or in that relationship. We don't want people to know that we're not happy being a parent. That is not the most exciting thing that we've ever done in our life. We don't want people to know that we are struggling financially. We own our knuckles and we having a hard time making ends meet. So these are just some examples of reasons why we don't share this information. We're embarrassed and we don't want people to know. Another reason why we don't talk about our depression is because we are prideful. 
Telling people that we are depressed or talking about it or verbalizing it, it makes you feel weak because suddenly we have to admit that we don't have it all together. We don't have all the answers. And don't let it be a a single mother or a woman who is now free, has broken free from an abusive or controlling relationship. You don't you don't want to you don't want to relinquish your pride because you want to be strong. You want to have this strength. I am woman. I can do it. I can handle it. So we're prideful. We don't want to talk about a weak spot and that we're depressed. We don't want to discuss it. And the other reason why we don't talk about our depression is because we feel that other people cannot relate. We feel like just because I'm having this issue doesn't mean the next person is having the exact same issue. You know, we feel like people can't relate because we think that they're not experiencing what we're experiencing. And we think that because they too don't talk about it. You know, they too hide behind their social media posts, right? Nobody gets on Instagram or Facebook and posts. I am so damn depressed. I I cried the whole night. I couldn't barely get out of bed. I mean, some people will, but most people, we don't get on and make a status like that, right? We make a, we, we gonna post a meme. We gonna post something funny. We gonna even post something uplifting because we're trying to trick ourselves out of the headspace that we're in, Right. So when most people do this, we don't know that other people are experiencing this challenge of navigating day to day life while being depressed, just like we are. Right. So we don't talk about it. And so it makes dealing with it even harder because you're dealing with it alone. Essentially, I mean, you can't talk about it. You won't talk about it. You don't have a safe space where you can address it. You don't feel motivated or empowered to seek help. So you kind of just deal with it. You shoulder it all by yourself. And so it makes the heaviness of the depression feel even worse. So now we're just going to get into what depression is. And I'm not talking about what is the definition of depression. I'm not talking about Googling and going and read the definition. I'm not here to appease you with my clinical education and knowledge to talk about what depression is. Because here on the Tea Podcast, we keep it 100. We said that we was going to sip this tea piping hot and we were going to keep it real. And that's that's what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about what depression is and what it looks like in real life in the day to day. So one way that depression has manifested its way into my day to day life is through acting or what I call mask wearing. I have never felt like I deserved an Oscar (laughs) more than I have at the highest point of my depression what that looked like for me was waking up down in the dumps I had either cried the previous night or something happened that had me down 
I probably didn't sleep well or thought about it a lot in my sleep and woke up feeling extra heavy, not in a good headspace, low energy. I cried on the way to work the whole time, probably listening to some church music, trying to bring my spirit up in some kind of way because I know I got to get through the day. And then by the time I was walking up to the door at work, it's like in an instant, as soon as I opened the door and walked in, it's like I flipped on a switch or like I threw my mask on. Suddenly, I was this upbeat, energetic person. I had this radiant smile on my face throughout the day. I was social. I was happy. I had this infectious energy. I had this positivity. Like, I had it going on. I was great to work with, collaborative. Everybody fed off of that good energy. But guess what? It wasn't real. I was acting my ass off because deep inside, I wanted to go home and crawl in the bed and cry because I was so damn depressed. But here I was because we got to get through the day to day, right? Got to go to work, got to make the money, got to do this, got to do that. And so wearing the mask. And so by the end of the day, by the end of my day, leaving work, I felt more depressed than I had when I started my day because I was exhausted. I was exhausted from acting right? I was hot and smothered from wearing this mask. And that's what depression looks like. You can't always tell when somebody is depressed. You can't look at a person, okay, and say, oh, they're depressed. Not all the time, because most of the time they're acting. They're wearing that mask of happiness and joy and radiance and high energy but when they're not around when they get out of that environment where they're acting and putting on this show they are down in the dumps they're de-energized they're exhausted and and they're in a, a bad emotional state so this is one of the ways this is this is what depression looks like in real life. Like this is how we wear depression in our day-to-day -day life. So, another way that depression presents itself is through disengagement, right? So, not doing the things that you once loved, not engaging in activities that you once loved or that brought you joy, not nurturing and maintaining relationships with people that you care about or that you once cared about is losing interest. If you know me personally or follow, have been following my social media for a long time, you know that I love to cook. And at one point, probably five, six years ago, I used to post my food all the time. It was like one of the main things that I used to post. I used to make all kinds of, of foods, homemade this, homemade that, desserts. I mean, I was always having some new kitchen gadget that I wanted to try out. I had this love for being in the kitchen and cooking. At the height of my depression, 
I started cooking out of necessity. It became a chore. It became painful. I didn't want to do it. And if you follow my social media, you can probably point out exactly when the posts stopped. And it wasn't because we weren't eating. It wasn't because I wasn't cooking. But now it was a task. It was something that I had to do. I was so disengaged from doing that thing that I loved because I was navigating this depression. I was so depressed all the time, day in and day out. So I I no longer liked to do the things that I once loved, including makeup. I At one point... I loved everything beauty, hair, makeup. I used to had a YouTube channel at one point where I started doing makeup videos. I was into reviewing products, buying products, learning new makeup techniques and hair and wigs and all of these different things. And then at the height of my depression, I struggled to even put my hair in a ponytail. Hell, I'm trying to grow my hair back now, <laughs> recovering from bald-headedness because... I lost interest in caring for myself. I lost interest in looking good. And once again, the posts stopped. I stopped posting on my YouTube. That thing disappeared. I stopped buying makeup and fixing myself up. And I got trapped under the depression. And so depression doesn't always look like crying right? It doesn't always look like sadness. Sometimes it even looks like not talking to your friends or family members, you know, being distant. At one point I looked up and I had completely sabotaged relationships with just about everybody that I consider a friend. I convinced myself that I was doing this this purging of fake people and people that I didn't like or people that didn't belong in my life. But truth of the matter is, A, I didn't want people to know what I was really going through. B, I didn't want to be bothered, okay? C, I didn't want to look at people laughing and being happy because I was fucking miserable, right? So I lost something that I loved and that was connecting with the people that I cared about and that I had built relationships with and established friendships and I lost all of that and so that was another way that depression presented itself in my life and a lot of people listening can probably relate in some way so another way that depression can present itself in your day-to-day life and this one was a big one and I not was is because I am still managing depression I'm not where I was but I certainly have a way to go but this is another way this is a big one for me anger and bitterness mad at the world right just mad Sure, I was mad at people who I should have been mad at, but I was just mad. I felt this burning anger. I was overcome with anger and bitterness. I was angry, so angry. And even when nothing was happening 
or nobody was doing anything to me or maybe I didn't necessarily have a reason to be mad or to feel bitter. I was just angry and I was angry that I was depressed. I was angry that I was experiencing depression. I was angry because I didn't know what to do about it. And I felt like I was drowning in a pool and just trying to stay afloat. I was so angry. So it has this major impact on your emotions and how you project your emotions and your feelings off onto other people. Snappy. For the last five, six, maybe more years, I haven't had good relationships with people at work. Why? It's because I've been super confrontational, super mean, super short, cuss people out with the quickness, and just not tolerant of anything. And that was because I was dealing with depression, and I had this immense amount of anger that I was wearing. And so instead of my face looking sad, like I had been crying, my face looked like, don't fuck with me because I'm not the one. So depression can really look like expressions of anger, bitterness, resentment. Like those are a lot, many of the things that we do when we're depressed. And we don't do them because we're depressed it's the depression, like it's literally, it's it's the depression. That's the way that it's showing. That's how I'm wearing it. And so that is really challenging for the people that are in our lives, spouses, um, partners, your children, because they are on the receiving end of all of these negative emotions, this anger, this bitterness, they're on the receiving end of it and it's displaced. It's because you are are depressed and you're having a difficult time working through it and navigating it in order to get to a better space. So this is a big one. This is a big one. So, you know, give people grace. I mean, now I give people grace. I'm much more patient because that saying that you never know what people are going through is not just a cliche it's not something cute to say it's the truth it really is it's 100% the truth so I give people grace when they're kind of touchy a little bit rude um it's easier for me now to just look the other way and just to let let it go and one because you know my emotional intelligence has increased but also because I understand what it's like to put your emotions and your feelings off on other people because of what you are you know feeling inside now I could go on for days on other ways um that we wear depression in our day-to-day life but for me in this episode what's most important is to just talk about some of the ways that I have found to be beneficial, um, effective, and just overall truly helpful in helping me to navigate my depression and work through it. 
Um, I can't say that any of them have completely eliminated it because life, it just keeps on lifing. And that shit is depressing sometimes. So these tools are just that. They're tools to help and support. And you get stronger and you learn how to cope. But it may be an extended period of time that you are having to use these tools and that you're having to work through depression. It can be a long time before you ever feel like you are completely recovered. And even then, everybody has, you know, periods of depression just about things you know it's okay that you get down and a little depressed because you failed a test or you lost a job or something like that right so that's a little bit different than living in this depressed state day after day after day so one of the things that I can honestly say is a must when you are trying to navigate day-to-day depression is you have got to get some help. And I'm not just talking about go get you a therapist. I'm not saying go to the Blue Cross Blue Shield website and type in behavioral health and pick through the doctors that got the most the easiest name to say or that's in the closest place where you live Uh uh-uh you gotta really do your homework and find a therapist that specializes in treating depression and that has some something that you can connect with right you want to make sure that it's a good fit I also recommend if you experience depression to the point where it truly impacts your day-to-day life And points of fatigue, feeling exhausted, tired, low energy. Go see a psychiatrist, not just a therapist. Do not feel bad about the possibility that maybe you need medication, right? We we got this thing that we've been taught medication is for the crazy people. No, the crazy people are the people who need medication who don't get it. Those are the people that's doing all of these strange things that you see happening, that's snapping and that's doing all kind of stuff. Those are the strange, those are the crazies, right? So it's okay if you need medication to help you get over the hump to manage that anxiety that's contributing to your depression or maybe your depression is not allowing you to sleep so maybe you need medication to help you sleep right so if you've reached a certain point where therapy is just not cutting it then get you a psychiatrist and feel okay with that another way that I have found to be super helpful for me in navigating my day-to-day depression is to find an outlet for venting and getting my feelings out um, other than talking to friends or family. So I journal. I have an electronic journal, which I love to do. You could do an online journal, electronic journal, or you can do the traditional pen and paper. Um, but what this does is, is it allows you to get your feelings out 
and you don't have to worry about judgment. You don't have to worry about anybody else's response. Because let me tell you, trying to vent to other people, friends or whatever, is not going to cut it. And let me tell you why. First off, other people, they have their own stuff. So you don't know whether or not a person has the mental capacity or availability to take on your stuff when you call and you try and vent to them or talk about your depression or what you have going on. So everybody is is dealing with something. So you don't know if somebody is in a space um, where they can actually take that on. Secondly, you can't tell everybody everything, right? You don't want everybody in your business. You just can't because believe it or not, some people gain satisfaction from knowing that you are having a rough time or that things aren't really what you pretend that they are. They like that. And why? Because it makes them feel that much better about their bad situations or their depression. So you can't tell everybody everything. And lastly, something about a person or their life could be a trigger for you. Imagine calling your friend and your marriage is what's depressing you. But every time you talk to them, they talk about how much they love their husband or their wife or how healthy their relationship is, how healthy um, their marriage is or what, you know, how much fun they have and all of these different things. Imagine how triggering that can be for you. You're not being a hater, not at all, but that shit can mess with you. So why even risk it? Why not just find a way that you can get your feelings out? You can process them. You can debrief over them um, and you can do it on your own terms without impacting or involving anyone else. And for me, um, that just comes through journaling. And I have found that to be super helpful um, for managing and working through, you know, daily depression. Another thing that you can do to really try and help you navigate your day-to-day depression is to pick one issue to work on at a time. Usually when you are experiencing depression, and I'm talking like a sustained state of depression, it's not because one thing has you down in the dumps. Is because it feels like the sky is falling. It feels like everybody is against you. It feels like everything is going wrong. You know, you, your, your, your relationship is bad. Your money is funny. You know, you, you lost your job. I mean, it's a number of things that are going on that are adding to you feeling depressed. But just know that you can't tackle everything at one time. You can't wake up. And say, I got to deal with, I got to find a way to fix this, 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 and this, and this. You can't. Focus on one thing that you can work on at a time. And that will help you to not feel so overwhelmed and so overburdened. Like, I know that it's a ton of things that are contributing to your depression. But maybe pick out the most pressing thing. Or maybe pick out the most urgent matter to be dealt with that is causing you to feel more depressed. Like try and pinpoint one thing at a time that you can focus on and and this will help you to manage your emotions and manage the feelings of depression much better. 
So last, but certainly not least, I'm going to just touch on prayer and reconnecting with God. And if this is the point that you want to fast forward because you are not a spiritual person or you are not a religious person, then that's okay. This is a a free space to be who you are. I'm not trying to win anybody over or change you over or wherever you want to be, that's totally fine. Or whatever higher power um, that you look towards, that's okay too. But for me, that prayer and reconnecting with my spiritual beliefs also helps me to manage my depression. It helps me. I I get guidance. I get clarity. um, I get feelings of freedom when I'm able to pray and get out the things that are holding me down in my faith and my belief that things are going to get better truly sustains me. And the more I do it, the stronger I get and the less depression is able to control me and to control my life. So whatever higher power it is that you look to, whatever, um, area of spirituality is safe for you that you go to go to that area right like seek shelter in that space because that is going to comfort you it is going to bring you comfort it's going to bring you peace and it is going to allow you to work through and manage your day-to-day depression as you continue on in day-to-day life because that's what this episode was all about this episode was all about identifying what depression actually looks like in our day-to-day lives it wasn't about um you know me being a depression connoisseur and knowing all everything about depression all of the clinical terms and the diagnoses but it was about what it really feels like and what it looks like and what are some realistic ways um, that I can share with other people that can help you to deal with it because you have to deal with it. So long as you are living and breathing and you are experiencing depression, life around you is not going to stop. So knowing how you can manage it and how you can deal with it is going to be the best way for you to be the best you. Thank you everybody for coming by for another episode. I really hope that the things that I shared today and that this discussion was helpful to you or that it touched you in some type of way. If you haven't already, please follow the T Podcast. You can also follow the T Podcast on Instagram or the T Podcast discussion group on Facebook um, to comment on the episode or any other episodes and tell me what you think. Tell me if you have any opinions or if you have anything to add to the discussion. See you next time.